what my goals are for me is exactly that. You may not think, you may be like, oh, well, you're above that or you're better than that. Because I've had people tell me that, oh, wait, you want to be in video production? You want to do photography? Well, you're better than that. And I'm yeah. like, well, you know, I know people in this career who make more money than you. Mm-hmm. Who are you to tell me what is above or below me or what my goal should be? Yeah. If someone gets enjoyment out of flipping a sign, someone gets enjoyment out of coaching a high school basketball team, if someone gets enjoyment out of freaking just being a, a street musician, a street mm-hmm. performer, and they're they're enjoying life. They're yeah, they're happy. They're yeah, they're happy. Well, why does it matter? Them, yeah. yeah, why does it matter to you what you think they should be doing with mm-hmm. their life? Right. Welcome back to another episode of What We Watching, episode number nine. nine. How's everyone doing today? Good. Hanging in there. Hanging in there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I guess all right is good enough. <laughs> Hanging um, in have, there. You said what? Hanging in there. We're cool. In there, yeah. Good. Chill. The world is slowly opening back up. Right. Yeah. So that that's been good. But still, somewhat scary because people just people are getting too close for comfort again. I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping this this space this space oh thing gets, <laughs> stays, stays a little bit. But but yeah. So we have um today's podcast is going to be uh animated film focused topics going to be about animated films and going to review the movie we'll review that later but another animated film that was i think we all enjoyed or at least i enjoyed yeah <clears throat> so today's topic is going to be what is your guys favorite uh animated film i guess we can do of all time or we can maybe break it down by by decades after that but i guess just off the off the top what's your which was your favorite? Or? Favorite animated film of all time. We can go to top three after, but Ooh. it's tough. I mean, it's tough for me. Who put you up to this? Me? <laughs> <laughs> Just like uh, I thought of it randomly, and I was like, "Oh, I? I don't know the answer to this, so let me ask them." <laughs> um, and this relies heavily on my childhood, so yeah, yeah. I probably go with Toy Story. Toy Story? Because okay. as a family, we were like big Toy Story, mm-hmm. like a big Toy Story family. Mm-hmm. So I'd probably go with Toy Story, but there's definitely like a lot of bangers that I still would watch right now. Yeah. What about you, Amari? Yeah, um, I'll probably go, I don't know if this is like my top one of all time, but one that just like came to mind when I think of like my favorites, definitely The Incredibles. Oh. I <laughs> love that movie so much. <laughs> Like literally, and it was one of those where it's like I had to get the video game too. So I was like, I saw the, the video movie game was that, so good. Yo, the video game was so it, good. It was just like you're in the movie almost. Yeah, it's like you were playing exactly scenes that. from the movie. Like I was like nine, so I was like tripping out over this. I'm like, dog, I'm, I'm really dashed. Like, I think no, me. I think it was like, like the best probably video game to movie. Right, like, like it really you were really playing through some of the sequences. I was like, dog, this is so tough. Um, and really honestly. I was nine, so I re- that might be my first, because, you know, I'm, like, the superhero guy. I think that's my first superhero movie I ever saw in theaters, for real. And then it would, and then later it would be, like, Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, I think. Like, I didn't see that first X-Men in theaters. I was like, 
Oh, you're talking about just regular superhero movies? Yeah, superhero like regular movies. superhero movies. I didn't see. I think that's the first one I saw in theaters. Um, and uh, yeah, that I, I love that movie so much. Like all so many memorable like lines, characters, like definitely did you like, iconic. Did you, you like the first one better than the second one? For sure. The, yeah. f- the second one was good. The second one was good. Pixar is pretty good. We'll get more into like Pixar and stuff mm-hmm. um, with this movie t- today. But um, yeah, Pixar usually is pretty good at sequels and prequels and what have you. But um, yeah, the first one for The Incredibles, like, it's just too many iconic lines. You got, first of all, Sam Jackson, who, you know, my favorite actor of all time. Um, you got Edna. You got, you got uh, Syndrome. Yeah. You got... Yeah, I mean, there's so many dope moments. Whereas my super suit, it's just yeah, that's that's a bop right there. How about you, Gravy? For me, it's um, I think my default just growing up, it was always Lion King. Oh, yeah, word. And then um, there was a couple that I thought about before getting here. I definitely shouldn't wrote them down, but um, I think I like Shrek. Shrek was oh, Shrek is up Shrek. there. Shrek is yeah. really good. Like, yeah. Yo, yes. Yeah. Like growing Dream up, it was like. I burned through a bunch of Lion King DVDs, but or or VCRs back then, but um, but Shrek, yeah, Shrek's up there. So if you had to go top three, top three, um, I don't know because I want to do like a top three Disney. And like Pixar's really good. I remember like Bugs no, Life. No, no, Bugs no, no, Life's no. super lit. That's, that's, Bugs Life's You told there. us we were going to have to pick a top three. Right. No, he turned his press on you. Yeah, uh, we're going to turn around on you, bro. I'll do. Um, Top three, just not even doing like a childhood affinity only, which because Lion King would have been it, but I think Incredibles, uh, no particular order. Incredibles is in there, Shrek is in there, and um, I know I'm forgetting one because I had this when I when I was thinking about the topic, I had it earlier, but um, uh, what is it? Is it a Disney animation like Disney animation? There's a few that I have in my head right now. But I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Hercules. Oh, that's another good one. That's yeah, ooh, that's another good one. Yeah, D- oh Dis- Disney animation. Just I mean, it was all bangers. Like that '90s golden era. Yeah, you can name any of those joints. I mean, Hercules, Tarzan. I notably one of the family like jokes or whatever in, in my family. My uncle took us to go see Tarzan, and remember the the song "Beat a boop, boot a boop, boot a boop, 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 boop," and they're like mm-hmm. banging against stuff. And they're like, whatever. I got up in the theater and I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah. And everyone was like, tell this kid to sit the down. And my uncle was all just like, and everyone, it was like a full family. It was one of those like family holiday outings. So we were all, we all went and I was just tearing up the, the aisles. In oh, the no. Like, uh, yeah, never. I don't know. I, I don't know how I forgot, but it's not. It's my favorite. Oh, it's your favorite. <laughs> so you're it's my like favorite. favorite. So I'm re- <laughs> recanting like, that um, the Lion King one because I was just focused on like my childhood one and what I always remembered. But Extreme Goofy Movie is my number Ooh, one. Oh, with Powerline. Yeah, extreme, oh, yeah, Extreme Goofy Movie is the clear the clear number good one. Good one. Oh damn, that's Yo, a Marty, good one. The pressure's on. Shit. I mean, top three. I mean, look, honestly, it might be full Pixar joints because, I mean, again, like, I could watch Finding Nemo all day long. Like, I could watch the movie all day long. 
Um, Incredibles, I can watch that over and over. And then, honestly, yeah, I mean, pick which Toy Story. Like, one, two, three. Now, four, four is, it's an acquired taste. Because I feel like three was just, like, the perfect button you could have put on a trilogy of films, like, ever, really. And that's the other thing I like about Pixar, which we'll get more into. They're just so good at telling stories, bro. Like, yeah. And they really, it's so tight. Animations, animations, in my opinion, have the best storytelling. Yeah. Yeah, they really do. And it's like, yeah, incredible. So that one, I'll, 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 I'll put it with those three. I'll, I'll do, I actually like Toy Story 3. Out of the out of the Toy Stories, to be honest. Out of all the Toy Stories, I Toy think Story I like 3? Toy Story three. What is up with you in the third? I don't know. Movie. I don't know. This one, with Toy Story three. <laughs> the thing is, like, they really they wrap this one in, in the yeah. case of Toy Story. That's they wrapped true. it up. Now I can't see. They do some wrapping up with with Tokyo Tokyo Drift. Man. Oh let's, no, let's be I'm not. I'm not doing this. Just I'm cut that part. I'm, <laughs> not doing this. I'm not. I'm not think, doing this. Think. Think. I'm not, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. You just um, it but back to Toy Story. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm done with it. Uh, yeah, I like that. Now I do have Spirited Away as for the international crowd yeah, anime, um, as the fourth flight. You know, if we're gonna throw that in there, um, Kiki's yeah, international slash. Yes, absolutely. Um, you could also throw Kira in there. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll stop it right there. But yeah, Spirited Away just as a highlight. Another film that's just like really tight and and like thematically um it really drives home everything that it's trying to tell you or or deliver to you in terms of a message um and of course the animation is is beautiful um and the colors are striking and gorgeous um the designs and artwork are are at times um what's the word like jolting but at the same time like it's for a reason like any everything in in a film like that is for a reason yeah um and that's what i really enjoy about that um, that you said that was um your introduction or that's what started your love of film right animation and yeah yeah An- animation definitely and um i really honestly i, I gotta give it to pixar i mean did that that might be disney's crown jewel right there like yeah. when they when they acquired pixar because a lot of people forget that like disney like bought them um they weren't always housed in in, in the disney Wasn't company steve jobs a part of yeah creation i think yeah. he got like fired from oh, apple dear. then went and started and started him and started pixar, pixar. let me just keep creating banger companies <laughs> like it's crazy it's absolutely crazy all right. Yeah, and when you when you knew you were going to see a Pixar film, like like you yeah. knew, like Pixar just in general, the way they did their films, you could get a mini film before it. Right. And then the mini film like the, the dude playing chess, what was what was the one in front of that that was I mean, also is up Pixar? Yeah. Yeah. Up was and I mean that's up is like, amazing. Up is up. And, and up is up. You're, is that up is up. It's up. Like and that's that's why I, I was trying, having a hard hard time of going like, all right, what are my favorites and what do I think are the best and what like can we break it down by Pixar and whatever? But yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to cheat. There's no way I'm going to narrow it down to three. I can After go. you just... Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. I, he I can, I can give out. you five. Yeah, okay. I can give you five. All right. So, Toy Story, Shrek, mm-hmm. Finding Nemo, Me and My Nieces, Despicable Me. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. That's me. fun. That's fun. And then a recent movie... That is an absolute banger, Coco. Oh, yeah, Coco's, Coco's a good one. Good. And and Moana was super Moana's lit. Moana's yeah. fun. 
Shoot. Coco was so good, man. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, into the Spider-Verse. Miles as a, Morales. As a you want to talk about now that one. Yeah, like better and better. They really do. As I and the thing about Spider-Verse is they you have a bunch of different types of animation, animation in that in that film. movie and yeah. it all works. But like I think another part or another point for for Pixar is that they were like ahead of their time in like animation as well. Yeah. Like you, you felt like, oh, okay, like this, this looks different than the animation I'm used to seeing. Yeah, and it's not as. Um, I feel like a lot of the cartoons nowadays, when they try to make something look super realistic yeah. and and also just be animated too, I feel like it kind of misses the mark for me. I don't like it as much, but yeah, for sure. I think Pixar is a good balance of that. Yeah. Now I will give a, a huge shout out to Dreamers because they really did bring yeah. something different. Well, Shrek, like, yeah, Shrek's they, DreamWorks. Yeah, like, DreamWorks leaned so heavily into, like, being a little bit more almost adult in a yeah, way. Like, yeah. they had a, a lot more adult jokes and themes, mm -hmm. uh, a lot more pop culture references. Like, their casting was even more leaning into popular culture. Uh, I mean, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, like, early 2000s, who was more famous than those three people? Mm -hmm. um, so... Yeah, I mean, shoot, what were some other DreamWorks movies? Um, Ants. Yeah, Ants um, is really good. Who else? I mean, they did good with those. I wasn't too. I wasn't too big of a fan of the Dragon films, but like just before the Dragon films, you even even from the other um, companies, um, the the 20th Century Fox company that gave us Ice Age, and those films, they also kind of went in that direction with a little bit more spirit. Very very comedy. Spirit was DreamWorks. Oh Prince yeah, of Egypt. Spirit with the horse. Madagascar. Oh yeah, Ma Madagascar. El Dorado was good. Bro, Madagascar, Ben Stiller, Chris Rock, Jada Pinkett, like, mm -hmm. bro, like those ones were also Kung like, Fu Panda's DreamWorks. Kung Fu Panda. Oh, do we even need to go through the casting of Kung Fu Panda? <laughs> Freaking Jackie Chan, Angelina Jolie, like, those were definitely some golden years for DreamWorks. Um, I guess I, I guess those the the latest DreamWorks stuff is is doing all right. I see the I've been seeing some um, promo for the Boss Baby movie. I don't mm. know what do we think about Boss Baby. Have, has anyone seen the? Yeah, like I, saw, the I think one? I saw the first one. What do you think? Of it? I, I haven't seen it. It was cool. It was all right. Okay, but like the, the point you made about DreamWorks kind of being more not adult, but like if you if you're a kid, you would still enjoy it, and then your parents taking you to the to the exactly. movie like oh, they have they'd have a different experience. Exactly. And I thought that was that's super cool and. Yeah. And intelligent, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, and if they're anything like me, I actually have watched more mm -hmm. animation films as an adult yeah. than I did as a kid. Yeah. So and you get a different understanding and like, especially like you think about, oh, that's how things were. Like, it was kind of like, I mean, all movies are like a timestamp, but to see like, all right, this is what I was thinking as a kid, but I watching it again and knowing the times like, oh, okay, there's there's some innuendos or some like like hints yeah. to, to different things. And I think what they do a good job of doing with um, these animations is like, as an adult, life seems like super difficult and overwhelming at times. Yeah. And then the animations, like they do a great job of like simplifying life in general. Yeah. Like taking you back to the lessons like you learned as a kid that you should still practice as an adult. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, you're right. I should just be a good human right. yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah animated films they're very they're evergreen like they're always going to be relevant in terms of like i was saying before the themes and the messages like definitely and, and pixar does that in space like they're always you're always going to walk away with something in a pixar film like dreamworks like they they, they kind of plant them in the other companies as well 
um, DreamWorks uh, and and like uh, what was the company um, Blue Sky. Um, they also did the film Rio and some other some yeah, other Rio stuff. Was good. Rio was pretty good. But uh, yeah, Pixar they're always giving you some like you're t- you're gonna take something away that you'll be able to apply to your life at wherever stage you're at in life. You'll be able to like take away something from their films. Yeah, and that's I've always appreciated that. The Pixar mini films that can't give them enough credit. They're like, <laughs> they're always so good. Always and, like, so clever. See, like I used to remember going to see like a Pixar film, not even knowing if it was a Pixar film or not, just because I didn't really pay attention to the studio and stuff. Like, oh, this movie looks cool, and like, oh. We're getting like I paid for one. We paid for one ticket. But we're getting two movies. We're getting a short movie, and then yeah. we're getting the little lantern. Is Frozen a Pixar? Frozen is. Um, I think it's the overall Disney, like animation. So I, ha- I had a bad experience not with yeah. watching Frozen. I went to watch another animated film. Can't remember what it was. No, it was Coco. Mm-hmm. I went to watch Coco, and actually this. Like there was a huge outrage in uh, Mexico about this. But I went to watch Coco. About and Coco? The, no, about not about Coco. Oh. About the mini film before Coco. Mm-hmm. Uh. They played a mini film of like Frozen, but it was basically like a short film. It was like 23, 24 minutes long. Oh, wow. So I was watching it and I thought that I was in the wrong in theater. The wrong yeah. And I went out and it was like, yo, am I watching the right movie? And it was mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's just a super long like, like short, or short whatever, film yeah. for that before the movie, and I was like, "Oh!" And then the guy tells me like they actually had to stop playing that preview in Mexico because people were upset that they were taking up the Coco's time. Yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. Nah, Disney. I'm telling you, <laughs> di- when Frozen popped, they you Disney you you gonna be seeing a lot <laughs> more Frozen. Yeah, you they squeeze, get your, get your that freeze that cups, get your <laughs> get your snowman outfits because you're gonna be seeing a lot more Frozen. Cause that thing made buku money for Disney, boy. Woof. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, calling back to that point, you're t- talking about that um, animated films kind of remind you or simplify like expansive or like big life themes mm-hmm. and and put it in like a more digestible way, even for for adults. Kind of goes into um, it's like a perfect segue or perfect lead up into this next movie which i would yeah. have mentioned in in some of the top animated films without <clears throat> not trying to give it away but um yeah today's movie we're reviewing is soul Soul. i like that movie a lot i thought it was really good yes. um what you guys think of it just off the top your two cents before we we dive into it man it was beautiful it was beautiful i mean again the pixar finds so many different clever and and uh, innovative ways to tell stories um a lot of them you you find are about life and death um a lot of pixar movies start with a death you know what i mean or end with a death or you know you'll find maybe in the third act someone someone important goes away or dies or um like up yeah, I mean, Up is Gosh. probably the most it just you know, kills you, but notable. So Everyone remembers where they were when they, you know what I'm saying, when they experienced that with Up. Um, shoot, the Toy Story films, Toy Story 3 was very, very dark. You know what I'm saying? Um, is it being your favorite? Yeah. <laughs> I like to watch toys destroy themselves. No. Um, yeah, it, it, it really, but this one, it, it, Although it was also kind of eerie and in some respects kind of dark, it was 
lighter in a way. Like, yeah, it, it took handled, that subject and made it kind of light. Yeah, like they really like with the infusion of music and and culture, which I also appreciate that we'll also dive into, of, of course. They found a way to give us a story about death in a very um, with a lot of levity, yeah. which was just really mind blowing to me. And it's just so cool how Pixar can take these ideas. And you know, spin them in this crazy wheel of theirs, and like you know, give us give us something like this, and I, I loved it. And and the voice casting was great, um, and uh, yeah, the story to the direction of the story, um, the designs, all super super dope. I, I loved it. Gabe, you want to give us a a little synopsis or intro to it? Um, sure. Uh, <laughs> So the story is about a high school music teacher. Yeah. Maybe. Or maybe middle school. So. Maybe middle, middle school. school yeah. yeah. But he's a he's a music teacher in school. And um that's basically what he's been doing. Uh and he's been on and off like pursuing his career in music. He ends up getting an opportunity in jazz music. Yeah, in jazz music, and he get ends up getting an opportunity to uh audition for a popular artist. He shows up, he auditions, he gets the gig, and then in between the time that he has to actually like get to the actual gig, a bunch of things happen that uh basically, you know, play off death. Mm-hmm. Yeah, led to his untimely death. Yeah. yeah. Uh, as Omari mentioned. And um He died in such a like fun way too that you didn't realize he was gone. Until he was on the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then like but you uh so that's the and then it shows a little bit about like afterlife or it it touches on that a little bit yeah but it's uh, I mean it's like the beginning between it touches on the beginning of life and it kind of takes the abstract thinking of afterlife yeah and mm-hmm. the beginning of life and puts it yeah, yeah puts it together and then as far as like how I felt about it so film super duper relatable to me because I am very much so a person that's all about. Fuck everybody, chase your dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, in this uh, film, I don't. I wouldn't care how old you are, how much you think like, oh, my time has passed. It's too late. I can't do this, etc. I'm 100 percent a person who's like, chase your dreams. That's the only way you're gonna be happy. Because if not, you're gonna continuously say, what if, what if, what if. Mm-hmm. And then um, you, um, as a person who like jumped off the cliff and like to chase my dreams. I know like surrounding wise, you have a lot of negative Nancy's who are like, well, this isn't stable. You're not going to be able to do this. Mm -hmm. You need to get a real job. Oh, the family has this business. Why don't you do this, et cetera. And kind of like they're all uh, projecting what their plans for your future is Mm -hmm. onto you instead of like allowing you to uh, do what it is that you love to do. And so for me, that's what, like I really got from the film Word. as far as like just again when we talk about simplifying things back to when you were a kid when they ask you as a kid what do you want to be when you grow up you're not thinking about income you're not thinking about well oh, I need I need this type of car I'm not you're not thinking about you're thinking about what would be fun what would be yeah. what do I think would be cool to do yep. and so it goes back to that like this is what he loves doing this is what he's passionate about and will he be happy with the with the outcome of his life or his life as a whole 
if he never truly chased his dream the way that he felt like he should have. Right. And so, uh, yeah, that's that's the thing that I like the most about the the film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I, I think th- those are all great points because it's just like in this film, you're kind of taken on a ride where you learn about not not just the meaning of life, but what it is to find your your purpose and how to fully lean in. I think I said lean in already, but that's just the We're phrase. We're leaning tonight. in, that's all. We're leaning in, baby. Um, just leaning into your life's purpose, basically. Like, this film's really showing us a man, you know, middle-aged, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of time behind him then in front of him. Um, and he is kind of at a crossroads. And at one point he is delivered, you know, a change, a change that he was looking for. And then it's abruptly shaken. And it, you know, brings him to a point where he, you know, has to kind of learn about himself again in a way and learn about life again in a way. And I think that's really cool also, too, where it's like like you were saying, like, it doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter where you are in life. Like, there's always something new to learn. You're always going to be growing and changing. And I just love how this film, like, kind of just shows you how it's like life is is just what it is it's life there is no you know true calendar there's no true schedule you know there's no you know true there aren't true you know pinpoints to where you need to be at a certain yeah it's not set in stone it's not like already written yeah like you can do whatever you want to do and i just love i i loved how jamie's character i love how jamie's delivery as a voice actor wasn't fully um comedic like he brought a lot of weight to a guy who's dealing with these ideas um and then i love the chemistry between him and tina fey mm-hmm. <clears throat> i kind of liken it to marlon and dory and finding Nemo. Yeah. like it's that same like back and forth and bickering and tina fey's character 22 is just as hilarious and and zany as dory i i think it was that same exact flavor like dynamic kind of that yeah exactly that's the perfect word thank you gravy dynamic um and yeah i i really i mean just off the top of my head that's those that's something that i just really liked how they kind of wrapped up those themes and those ideas about life specifically as an adult like that's that's the other crazy thing like this is a movie about an adult like this is a child you know animated film for children about an adult man, an adult black man <laughs> in America. <laughs> and it's just like really cool how they're still able to bring so many things that were ju- that could be relatable to everybody. Um, Any and, age, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, just super clever, like super clever and, and, and fun, all the while talking about life and death. Yeah. Another, like, I think good point or the good um, thing that this movie delivered was that it, it has so many meanings and it can mean yep. so many different things to to different people depending on where you are in life or what what you're thinking and and so on but um yeah it's kind of it kind of tells you like i mean it shows people who are who are stuck in the grind and trying to trying to figure out what they love or what their passion is it shows um before you, you're even born, like trying to figure out or or see what you like, and kind of like a, um, like a like a career fair type thing, or like, right, <laughs> have a, right. like a like a having a mentor come in and 
or like um what is it called when your parents come to school and a shit like a chaperone almost no like like when like when you're when you you have your dad come in and he tells him but what he does at work what is that called show and tell oh show career, and tell? like take it career day is like, it career day yeah where like y'all dentist i remember i remember thinking about that in school like i had a dentist come in and like oh this is how you're supposed to like brush your tongue or whatever like this all this stuff but i could be a dentist and, and y'all and still didn't brush your tongues by the way y'all still didn't <laughs> that's why these kids have stink breath now <laughs> but um yeah and then so this movie definitely has a lot of chase your dreams and like always go for like yeah go go for your dreams but then also yeah. it's like it kind of shows you that um the the prize not the prize at the end but what you think is what you want may not always be that or you might be um what is it called not fantasizing it but uh glorifying something that you can't that you can't like people always want like babes like with ig and stuff like stuff you see like out there or whatever like oh i want that when what you have is have is amazing too and what your purpose could be is also following your dreams but maybe not exactly in the manner you thought it was going to be. Yeah, and we kind of touched on that a little bit with um, Sounds of Metal. Yeah. Right. Where, you know, he thinks this is what he wants, and then when he gets it, he's like, mm, maybe it's not, yeah. you know, what I want. And, I, I mean, again, I feel like you don't. You won't know until you, you go exactly. for it. Exactly. Until you, know? you, try to, you, until you exactly. actually experience it. Exactly. And it wasn't that, like in this movie, it wasn't that he was unhappy with the experience he had. He was just like, oh, I probably um romanticize is what i'm saying romanticize this a little bit i still want to keep doing this but mm-hmm. i think my calling is really like putting other people on game and like teaching them and showing mm-hmm. and helping people find like, their spark is what they called it in um in this movie yeah. but yeah the whole entire movie I'm like yeah, what's my spark like yeah, <laughs> i'm right. trying to figure out i'm trying to figure out my yeah. spark still or, and, and with or, this character in specific it was more so like he was waiting for his moment it wasn't like he didn't know what he wanted to do or he right. didn't you know what i mean like he was just like okay like i'm a middle-aged man like when is my sh- when am i gonna get my shot like i'm ready you know what i mean and i know a lot of people can relate to that as well like you feel like you're kind of like waiting for like that that thing to come and it's yeah. gonna you and that's know, the theme take too. you stay, to the top and stay like, ready so you don't have to, you don't right, have to get so ready you don't gotta get ready that's facts um but yeah and i i loved the way pixar i, I love overall the way pixar immerses themselves into their subject matter or um one of the aspects of their film that they you know make a big part um i like i love how they prepare like with this one, it was like obviously jazz was a really big part of the film. And I just like love the attention to detail to just like whether it was like, um, you know, uh, music writing mm-hmm. or, um, you know, the scales or the actual instruments or the sound of the instruments, the look of the instruments. Like they go into so much detail, like going back to Finding Nemo. Like I used to watch like I still do. I watch like. Um, you know, behind the scenes of Pixar's films and the artists and what have you. And, like, they actually went and, like, scuba dived for Finding Nemo. They actually went to, like, you know, um, NASCAR races and, and garages for cars. Garage, and yeah. they went inside of, you know, I, they followed sous chefs and what have you for Ratatouille. And, I mean, on and on. They really lean in, again, 
with these films, and I just really appreciate that. Like the f- that full performance when he finally gets to perform mm-hmm. with Dorothea, it was just beautiful. Like it sounded amazing. It was great music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the music was just fantastic. Um, and then even the contemporary music, like in the barbershop, I was like, okay, Tribe Called Quest. And then inside Mama's shop, you had Erica Badu in the back. I was like, wow, this is really rich. Like, yeah. and, but I expect Detail. nothing less from Pixar because they, when they're going to do something, it's going to be exactly what it's going to be. Yeah, Pixar movies back in the day used to take like three, four years yeah, to make. Yeah, used to take forever. Used to take forever. And that's because they were literally like trying to get down to the very, you know, hair and they did that in this film i mean when it came to like i mean the part the scene that kind of blows my mind the most was the barbershop scene mm-hmm. because i haven't i haven't seen a mainstream film really uh invite you into a space that's so almost sacred to a culture mm-hmm. like the barbershop is to black culture and they didn't leave any stone unturned really like from the music in the back playing to like just the the back and forth camaraderie in the shop to the actual hair, the actual black, kinky, curly hair on the characters, the variety of skin tones. It was just very refreshing and just like I, I had totally forgot because I had seen it in, in the trailer a little bit, but I didn't realize how much they really went in when it came to the design of the barbershop, how it looked like it felt like felt like I thought I was going to turn and see Ice Cube or some shit. I was like, wow, <laughs> this is really the barbershop. Wow. Um, so... Yeah, I love how Pixar, you know, fully immerses themselves into the story that they're trying to tell. Yeah, every every facet of this was, I think, really well done. Even just like, especially trying to put in a film the abstract ideas of pre-life and mm-hmm. post-death mm-hmm. and the intermingling between two and even like, <laughs> even the... um. Like the the Jerry's and and Terry and like the, I guess the beings that help people through through life and death, or the entities or whatever you want to call them, and um like even even the jokes made around it too is like oh, okay how come I don't remember any of this like mm-hmm. preschool thing or me learning about this and like oh one of the great gifts of of life is re- forgetting how you're born or <laughs> the right, trauma yeah, the of the, being, for, being born being born. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was. I don't know. I thought that was that was well done. Even like the the um, like the the being in the zone or what was it called? Or I think they called it being in the zone. Like when, that when he would like when he was on like the conveyor belt almost. No, no, being in the zone when he's when he's playing the piano and then he oh, enters like yeah. was it the oh, zone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, and then also like the lost souls where people are just like they had the guy who was doing stocks or whatever yeah, and also <laughs> they mad got him out of yeah, and like yeah. But also like that's probably like that's a. In a cartoon way, that's kind of what it feels like too. If you feel like you're just like mm-hmm. in the grind, and then like yeah. you're you're not emotions, even you're not yeah. even there. You're not you're not a soul. You're just you're just going through. Yeah, like you said, going through the motions or just occupying a body that's moving and just that's kind of part of a machine or part of like a conveyor belt kind of thing. Yeah, and that's kind of like well, I mean, this is my perspective, but that's kind of my perspective on people who haven't yet, not necessarily haven't yet found their purpose, but people who kind of don't even have an interest in finding it like they're content yeah. with just like all right you know i have me a stable job i have stable income i have this stability and it's safe so i'm gonna wake up every day and go do this exact same thing over and over and over mm-hmm. again right. because it gives me this stability i'm okay with this and it becomes super duper 
robotic into where like you're caught in you know this like trends i guess you could say. yeah like you're just mm-hmm. doing the same thing over and over and over again and that's why i think it was perfect for them to call it the spark because yeah. like there is absolutely no spark to your life there's nothing exciting going on you're just doing the same thing over and over and over again and i think for some people you know that spark could be com- a completely different thing like it could be flipping a, a sign yeah, like the, right. Like the dude yeah. that was most in tune to himself was the guy. Was the guy, yeah. Flipping the sign flipping on the, sign. On the that's, corner. That's one of the other important things yeah. that, like, I I like that they touched on. Like, people think what my goals are for me is exactly that. You may not think. You may be like, oh, well, you're above that, or you're better than that, because I've had people tell me that. Oh, wait, you want to be in video production? You want to do photography? Well, you're better than that. And I'm yeah. like, well, you know, I know people in this career who make more money than you. Mm-hmm. Who are you to tell me what is above or below me or what my goal should be? Yeah. If someone gets enjoyment out of flipping a sign, someone gets enjoyment out of coaching a high school basketball team, if someone gets enjoyment out of freaking just being a, a street musician, a street mm-hmm. performer, and they're they're enjoying life. They're yeah, they're happy. They're yeah, they're happy. Well, why does it matter? Them, yeah. yeah, why does it matter to you what you think they should be doing with mm-hmm. their life? Right. And what and what like what the outside world thinks is acceptable or like a or the right the right way to live in in a way I guess or the right way to earn money or or so on. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different layers to life. I feel like this should be like. Re- like how they have required reading in school, like like yeah. you should make you should make no. children watch this. Yeah, in eight, no, like for in sure, because they really do. Or maybe like, in high school, Pixar finds a way. Like they just find a way to really illustrate some of these very heavy topics. Like, I mean, even when he was trying to like when when he was facing the great beyond, which I was very interested to see how they depicted that. Like mm-hmm. if that was anything at all in their in their minds. Um, but yeah, even when like he fell off like the conveyor belt and he like kind of fell through like the matrix or whatever the hell that was, yeah. like just like the different like I was like, oh shit, like this is getting very they they had that in the trailer too, but obviously it was a little more drawn out and I was just like, damn, like what would that be like? Um and then when he gets to the great before and just like the cute little souls like yeah. um and just like again, like this is a movie about life or death, life and death. But they still have like those moments of levity and comedy. And he was just like, you know, am I in like where am I? Like, am I in life and heaven? death? In the pursuit of <laughs> and he was like, they're like, no. And like, am I in H L? And the soldier like, hell, 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 hell. <laughs> hell, hell, hell. <laughs> I was like, yo, oh my god, like that was just like I, I love that. And um, even that, I like that idea of like people who have passed on getting to spend a little time with the new souls as mentors um, and kind of teaching, showing them the ropes and, you know, helping them find their personalities and their skills um, before sending them off to earth. I just found that just really clever. And um, yeah, I think, you know, I think the heart and soul of the film is definitely Tina Fey's character 22. Um, That character also brings a lot of lessons um, you know, I found it interesting. It's like, you know, she's a soul that didn't want to live life. Yeah. Like she, she was totally cool with like being a spirit or being, you know, like she said, like, you know, I'm, a th- we're, this is a theory. Like, this is just like, 
this is an imagined that, that was kind of like a third wall break there in a way just like yeah this is just an idea of like what this could be uh and i like it here mm-hmm. uh, and i just found that kind of interesting as well because that's the comfort zone you were talking about yeah that comfort zone just being like yo like pff, i've I've been here for a long time, man. Like that earth shit, not it don't sound like it bang like y'all saying it's banging. Like, mm-hmm. um, and then later she finds like you know Pizza's what lit. pizzas delicious. <laughs> These stinky smells in New York, I like that. Like the sound of that jazz music, that's that's tough. Like, and it's like yeah, right. Like there's tons of nuggets here to enjoy your gift of life because that's exactly what it is. Like, and you only got it for a little while, and you're given tons. You're giving plenty to enjoy um with others and she learns that very quickly i mean she's only in she you know with the rest of the 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 plot she falls into joe's body and joe falls into the body of a cat uh the 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 patient cat um that's given to him by by the hospital emotional support emotional support cat um and yeah so she there's you know through that third act she's she's living as joe and she gets to kind of learn what life's all about, really. Um, and yeah, because when when you're in the grade before, you can't taste, you can't smell, yeah, you can't taste. Have... Yeah, it's like I guess you can see, the, but she ate the pizza. Yeah, she you almost right had COVID. Out. You almost had COVID in the grade before. <laughs> you got COVID in the grade before. I'm pretty sure that's where the virus is going. By the way, I think grade before. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, I. Um, yeah, like just really funny like it's just only pixar can really do this like and uh yeah in a way that like doesn't cause extreme outrage right like, from from right. all the like, super conservatives yeah, or liberals, like, from like religious groups like yeah i feel like how could you depict it this way yeah, like, and this is not i'm not taking the... my kids to see this because yes. this and that yeah Especially Verse three in the of the blah, blah, blah. it's like no no that's not what this is about like this is a very basic foundation of what it would be like and it was just super, super clever. Like, and that's, I'd love to see. I like the colors anyone. in the movie too. Yeah. Yeah. I love the colors. I love. It didn't feel like any other, any other Pixar film. Like it, was, it was definitely unique. Um, yeah. Did yeah. you know that they have, they uh, have cinematography awards for animation films? I did. I mean, I, I found that out later, but recent, yeah, like probably in the last three years, but I didn't know that until. Yeah, as a person who's super heavy into cinematography, I didn't mm-hmm. find that out until the remake of Lion King. Oh, okay. And they got nominated for um, yeah. a cinematography award. And yeah. I was like, you know what? That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, that scene, that scene towards the, it was like the fourth act, when they were pulling out, when he finally got his body back, finally, and he pulled, they pulled out of the apartment, then they pulled out into the city. Yeah. Gorgeous. Like... I mean, be- I mean, beautiful shots of New York. It almost fit like Pixar at this point. They're almost just like duplicating like real, real life, life yeah. shit. Like, I mean, even back to Nemo, I, I can always go back to Finding Nemo. Just like the water, like simple shit like that. Like just how attentive they are to reimagining how, how real everything life was shit. moving on it. Yeah, yeah, like I was like, damn, and then like the universe. I was like, damn, like. This is like real, like it's <laughs> yeah. And I, I almost think it's more difficult to do animation, like in that regard, than it is to like film, yeah. at least because that stuff's there. Least, yeah, yeah, and not only that, but like for me, like if I go into a space and I have too many options, like if you go to a restaurant and you sit down, and they have a hundred things yeah. on the menu, it's harder for you to narrow down what, what exactly you want, yeah. you're gonna tackle. Yeah. 
So animation, they're literally starting with a blank canvas mm-hmm. where they can literally do Inten- anything. Everything's intentional. Anything. So everything is intentional. All the decisions are intentional. And they're creating everything essentially from scratch, yep. which is a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's got to yeah. be a lot tougher to do. Like, even from a simple something that we may think is simple like one shot that's just yeah. someone sitting in a barbershop chair right like all right, we need a hairbrush here yeah right. with, hair, with the hair, hair, has, hair has a little the bit of hair one. in it that like every, <laughs> i don't know if you guys saw um they did this one was kind of one of the lesser of the pixar films but it was called brave the one that you, you probably yeah with the girl with the red head like the redhead girl and she has like this huge just mane like there's literally a whole like YouTube video like specifically talking about how they committed like a you know what I mean a ginormous amount of time specifically to her hair because it's like once she moves this way then everything's got to fucking move this way and then like if the wind's blowing then she's got to like this and it's just like yo like you don't realize like how like you know we just move through life just our bodies alone, like our, our person, like hair's got to move, like your face has got to make reactions and like, mm-hmm. you know, you touch this and it makes this, like there's so many different things. That the way the pizza are. was like when she yeah. was holding the pizza was just like. Right. Yeah. It, like, yeah. it's crazy. And they have to do it in a way that is an animation creative but still makes sense in a way where while you're watching it, it doesn't take you out of the film. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's why I say like, yo, the cinematography awards like makes makes a makes ton of sense so for that too. Makes so much sense, yo. Because you literally so have sense. to manicure the entire and they still have photo to light. They still have to light it. Yeah. yeah, still have to light. They it. still have. They still have to determine. Like there's 3D lighting. They still have to determine yeah. where the light is coming from, etc. Yeah, and that, that still has to make sense. <laughs> yeah, because I was us actually as humans, watching it like after after working with you on stuff and seeing how lighting works in like real movies. Like I noticed lighting more, but even I remember looking at this film and noticing like. When they're in the jazz, um, in the jazz scenes where it's like only one light, mm-hmm. but the way it was like, the light hit his face was different from how it hit the the drummer's face and so on right. because it was only one light. That light is is right. there; it's not moving. So you have to like, I guess I don't know. I wouldn't say paint, but animate it so that the light is realistic rather than all right. This person's fully exposed, and this person's fully exposed, even though we it's visibly visibly there's only one light. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and us as humans, our eyes are we're used to seeing certain things. So like we're used to, as an example, the sun is above us. We're mm-hmm. used to seeing light come from above. So mm-hmm. any this is why horror films do a lot of like lower lighting because it's off putting because yeah. your right. eyes are not used to seeing it. Right. So you you go into a film like you enter into that barbershop and you know what a barbershop looks and feels like. Mm-hmm. They have to create that from scratch. In a 3D way with lighting, yeah, they can't and everything. They can't just go pick a barbershop. They're like, yeah. all right, this is the one that feels like what you wanted to feel. We'll yeah. shoot here. Yeah, no, you yeah. can't call Ice Cube and be like, yo, Cube, like what happens at the barbershop? <laughs> yeah. Yo, Eve, like, like what take, do you do? Or go to places, take pictures of that, which yeah. is, I'm, I'm sure, probably what they do. Take yeah. pictures of, of a of a location they like. Then like, all right, now we have to create this in animated form. I think that, and I think the, that camera went up. It's cool for now. Okay. Um, and then so yeah, but I mean like that's that's a big that's a big deal because something as simple as like what you're saying, like everything in a scene has to be created from scratch. Mm-hmm. And when I say everything, I mean absolutely yeah, every single thing. Every single yeah. thing from a person's think, hand, shoes, yeah. pants, every single item in this entire scene, and they have to build it out so that it's three-dimensional and it has layers, right. et cetera. Now, I, I think, think that's why I like period pieces a lot too 
yeah. just for like the costume design because right. it's almost not the same, but in a way, like, all right, we have to find either stuff that looks like it or we have to create it to look like this. And and going back to Tarantino with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, he doesn't use CGI in anything. So, like, a lot of those scenes, it was set back, what, like, 30 years ago or so, or 40 years ago probably now, 50. But, um, yeah, all that, they had to go find all that stuff and put all that stuff there. <laughs> yeah. You were at my, my fault. You were making a point. Um, Yeah, I mean, well, now, granted, Pixar, they do now luckily have 25 years worth of, like, material that they can kind of build off of, like, you know, base, you know, figures or, you know, settings or what have you. But it's still, like, incredible. Like, they continue to raise the bar in terms of, like you said, the coloring, the lighting, and, you know, the shadowing. Like, everything is just more. It's just more. Um you know, and and that's what I appreciate about them as well. They're always trying to find new ways to, you know, reinvent, um, and specifically with their ideas. Like I loved um, Inside Out. Did you guys see mm-hmm. that? Like I just like, and and this also reminded me of that because it's just like their their movies are always like it's off that premise of just like, well, what if you could, you know, this or what? How, what is it like? What would it be like to this? You know, like. I just love that. Like they did, they were going to do something really cool with a film, The Good Dinosaur. It ended up for one reason or another not mm-hmm. going into this direction, but they were going to do a film, like an actual film about what if um, the asteroids like didn't like kill the dinosaurs. Yeah, they still kind of did the film, but it didn't fully like Going give what they way. were supposed to give. They kind of went in a different direction, which was okay, but. Um. Yeah, like I just love that about Pixar. They're just like, you know, what if you could see inside your mind, or you know, what is it like to, you know, in the afterlife, or you know, what do fish think, or what do bugs think? And so, you know, that's just the thing with them. They're always trying to answer those questions for you in a real clever way. Yeah, loved it, loved it, loved it. Um. All right, I think we. You have any more notes? Anything you wanna? Yeah, you know, I'm scrolling. You know, I'm scrolling. Um, let's see. Yeah, um, yeah, love the songs. Um, I think that's it for yeah, me. Yeah, this movie though. was so appealing to the eyes, even just being like animated film. It just it felt cozy, if that makes any sense, at every part. Yeah, when that's a good <clears> word. Even like in the great before and the great beyond, those places weren't as scary as like probably mm. <laughs> kids would think or people would think. And then um, just the warmness of like. It made it made New York City feel very inviting, yeah. and not as cold and and dirty and hard as, yeah, as like absolutely. it kind of probably is in real life. But yeah. even though the the poor Knicks had to catch that stray, uh, <laughs> the Knicks had to catch that stray, baby. Uh, you know, it's like y'all can't help it. Y'all can't help it. It is what it is. Knickerbockers. Yeah. Um, that was a funny little little dig right there. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. That's oh, and they, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the Knicks, they <laughs> yeah. Was like, no, that sounded like Doris, by the way, which it probably was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, that was hilarious. I thought you were talking about it in real life, but in the, yeah, no. In well, the, I just remember real that life in the, the animated world. It's just they can't <laughs> the stop. Just don't, don't catch they just a break. can't catch a break. They're just constantly catching L's. Um, yeah, man. Um, just a funny ass movie. Like, really, not even I love, like fun- I love like little Easter eggs and like little like. 
dots yeah. to, to real life in that too. Yeah, yeah. Like even when she was talking about like, because like 22, the soul, uh, Tina Fey's character, she was talking about, you know, I've been doing this for a long time, all right, buddy. Like I've had mad mentors, you know, Abe Lincoln, Muhammad Ali, Mother yeah. Teresa. Like, <laughs> Ew, she's like, been here for yeah, a like, long been time. been here for a bad long time. Like Mary, she had her Mary own like, little house. Like, yeah. I was like, damn. Mother like, Teresa was yeah, fed up with her. Yeah. Mother, yeah. <laughs> Mother <laughs> Teresa's the like, kindest girl. I was like, damn. Woman, not girl, woman ever. I was like, yo. Like, I just love that. She's like, I break them all. Don't worry. <laughs> right. Like, that's just like so funny. I wonder why they picked the number 22 also. I know. Like, that's, that's like just some random I, th- I think about. Like, because everything, especially in these films, are in, is intentional. So. Absolutely. Yeah. The why the number Easter 22? Eggs. Why? I don't know. Yeah. There's definitely a YouTube video that you could probably watch. That's gonna have those. It's gonna break eggs. it down. Yeah, <laughs> like, they break the, it down because Pixar is always dropping those little nugs, and they always have like one or two characters that they like have like pop up in the back, like and all their shit. Yeah. Um, and they always have the guy I forgot his name. I think it's like something like Ratzenberg. He always voices a character in in Pixar films. Um. So yeah. The the Terry the counting dude, that was that not dude, I don't know, but it was voiced by a woman. Yeah, the human. Yeah. The human? I mean, vo- voiced by a human. Yeah. Oh, by, by human. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I was trying to be funny. It's like, but yeah. the, the, the man, the woman, whatever. I thought his character was, was, uh, was kind of funny, too. Yeah, or her I character. Liked, I liked Terry. Terry. Terry was cool. The counting. So what do you guys rate the film? Put yeah, it, I was going to. pressure on Omari. Um, this one, shh, man. Mm, this one's a good one, guys. Hmm. I don't really have any. I mean, do we even have anything negative to say about this film? I I can't really. Yeah, that's true. Think we, I couldn't think of any. Anything negative about this film? Um, it it hits all the points, man. It's a this deserved a theatrical release. This deserved to be viewed in theaters by a mass. Won an Oscar. I feel like yeah, won an Oscar, which it was. You know, it was gonna get that. I feel like like so deserving. But I would have loved to see this in theaters. Um, you know, have the families come together and watch this um, in in a group setting. This is a ten out of ten, guys. I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. The casting was top notch. I don't know if you guys watched Graham Norton. The he's kind of like the UK's like Jimmy Kimmel. He played the um, uh, the sign spinner. Oh, okay, um, yeah. I thought that was really the cool. Captain Moonwind. He played Moonwind. Great casting. Tina Fey is like, if they continue this, she could be like their new like Ellen. Since you know we we get Ellen uh, up out of here, um, <laughs> you can be the new golden girl for for Pixar. Tina Fey, you were fun in this film. Uh, Jamie was great. He who was a, a mostly we know him mostly for his comedy. He was a, a much more. He was kind of like the you know the straight man in this like he wasn't necessarily which he's done before actually he's jamie's a phenomenal actor academy yeah. academy so award yeah range is crazy. say you know him more for steph his curry comedy. range i do in acting, in acting i know him more for his comedy and and musical ability yeah, i do oh see well i would say yeah, as a whole yes but i yeah. think as an actor but as an actor yeah yeah for sure i mean yeah he's top notch yeah, no, there's, there's nothing you can't do but i know i know him, i know him i I mostly remember him for his, I mean, just 
because I've watched, I like to watch a lot of comedy. So I know, I mean, he does performances, comedic performances, incorporating music. And like, yeah, playing yeah. the piano, like the it's whole It's almost nine. like a, like yeah, a, I've seen like a John. It's, yeah. it's, it's a, it's an experience. It's a, yeah. He yeah. is so talented. It's ridiculous for real. Like, it kind of puts on a show rather than yeah. it's just like, kind of like, yeah. like John Leguizamo when he does right. his, his performances. One man show type of vibes. Yeah. Like, yeah, you can see him on like Fallon and shit. Like when they do like little games and stuff, like he's on the piano just going crazy. Um, and I just like how they brought that into the film as well. You know, Joe being a pianist and, um, you know, the love for music that he had. Uh, it was just so well done and just so it goes really in depth and takes all these pieces and brings them together to tell a full um, story for you. And I just I just loved it so, so much. It's so black. <laughs> That's just the other thing, too. Like, it's a very black film, like beautifully um and i just love that i love the different colors it gives you i like like your exact point i like that it was so black and obviously it was intentionally like all it was intentional that all these characters were black but the messaging and the story universal universal yeah exactly yeah. and i like that because it it treats it as if like I mean, like it should be. We're humans. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're, you know, what I'm saying it's a film. We're humans. We have, we go through a lot of the same experiences that people do, from all different other walks of life, from all different other cultures. Right. So going to it and watching it, it obviously you 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 get to see a normal film where they're where the characters are black, mm -hmm. and I feel like like that's something we've talked about on an earlier podcast. Where like yeah, like wanting to see just normal films where characters are black. Like of course we loved your super black storylines and super and black it, stories, yeah. but we need more films where it's just like this is just a film, and all these characters happen to be black. Right. And I think it would be very difficult to make a jazz film with no black characters. Mm -hmm. Right. <clears throat> um, so I probably go ten out of ten as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is definitely Shawshank level good. Mm -hmm. uh, the Shawshank of animated films. Yeah. I'd I'd like I said, I'd I would, watch it, it again. It probably would be in my it it's newer, so that's why I wouldn't put it in my in like my current like top three or something. Mm -hmm. Which is why I, I I don't know. I didn't want to have a recency bias, but yeah, it's 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 really good. Yeah, I have to I have to rewatch something at least three times mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. I can put it in that well, category. The, I watched it twice. Yeah, I'm on. Just, I'm on just oh, I just watched it. I watched it once, and then for this, I watched it twice. So you're on three. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've seen it. I've seen it twice now, and uh, yeah. So, but it's definitely like I said, it's something you can rewatch, and I agree with you earlier. Like it's something you could show you know kids like as a part of like curriculum mm -hmm. yeah. um that that is be a good 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 life lessons good way to not you know have make kids like afraid of life and death yeah um you could totally drop it in like an eighth grade class yeah and yeah it's a lot of nuggets in there that is very you know like very helpful mm -hmm. and you know but yeah so i give it a 10 yeah um this movie is yeah. also about about second chances and yeah. also about like just doing the right thing in general, and even if it's the hard thing, or you, it, it may not be what you want. Like, you do get rewarded for doing the right thing, mm -hmm. sometimes too. And um, yeah, I give it. I also give it a ten out of ten for all the reasons we stated. Um, perfect tens across the board. I think that's our first one. Yeah, yeah I, think I think so. so across <laughs> the board. But um, yeah, and, and that's like just... I want just by default. I want I'm like oh, I'll say nine and a half because like no because the... because like. 
but I, I was legit sitting here thinking like, all right, I'm going to just say nine and a half just to say it and not give it a 10. That's what I was thinking before. But like you said, we can find anything wrong with it. There's tons of lessons. It could be a curriculum. Like it could be part of a curriculum. Um, it was executed perfectly. Yeah. Absolutely, and it's going to be a film that, I, in my opinion, will will be able to stand the test of yeah. time. Like Absolutely. that's that's another one of the things mm-hmm. that's like that makes something like a perfect ten to yeah. me. It's like all right, a decade from now, we watch this film. How do we feel about? Or a it? decade ago? Yeah, and mm-hmm. I feel like right. you all the same lessons, all the all the same themes, all the same nuggets that we can take from it. It's still going to be there. Yeah, yep. yeah. Pixar is just good at they don't just tell great animated films. They they tell great. Well, they don't make just animated films. They make great films, period. I think, has Pixar had any nominated films nominated for Best Picture? I think so. I'm trying to think. I'm not sure. I think maybe one of the Toy Stories. I don't know. But many of them are, are deserving. Um, Pixar, they make just great films, period. I, I would go as far to say they're probably the best studio, film studio in the business. Marvel is right there, Ugh. but <laughs> seriously, Marvel's right there. But was, Pixar, eight twenty four is up there. Eight twenty four is up there as of recent. Yeah, I but, mean they have a lot of stuff that they've been doing for a while, but yeah. they've been getting there. Yeah, eight twenty four is there. They're getting up there for real. I think, I think Marvel's a little one dimensional, but you know, Marvel they're getting there. Wait till this Eternal comes out. Eternals <laughs> is gonna be a little situation. It might change your viewpoint. Hey, the director Eternals of Eternals as, is a show just, though. Uh, no, Eternals is gonna be oh, it's gonna a be a film. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be a film. Uh, Angelina Jolie, Sama Hayek, it's gonna be fire. It's gonna be a superhero. Film. Uh, it's gonna be superhero, but it's gonna be different though. It's gonna so be one dimensional. No, so no, no, it's gonna be different. You got, you got, you got, you got to give it a shot. Yeah, I think. Well, I think you, you can say like that it. about Pixar. Like they're all animated, but but yeah, that's what they do. Yeah, it's like Marvel um, does superhero stuff. Yeah. So now, they, they, tell, could, they tell good stories. I don't even. It's not but even. But that's like the a thing negative. with a superhero film. The stories pretty much always the same the world they need someone needs to save the world yeah and this person comes and save the world well, in endgame they didn't really a, save the world gonna that, do was, a grand, yeah. that was yeah, it was just setting them up for the next film where yeah. they yeah. actually came for, back and saved the world yeah, infinity war yeah, yeah. but yeah. in that so, movie they it, it didn't happen you know yeah like, i did ended, but that with, was just the alley-oop yeah. for the next film which and and again the the scary part the scary part of the film is like possible ending of the world. Yeah. But here's the thing with Disney though. The thing with Disney and and Pixar as well, which is Disney, but they make you care about the characters. You know what I'm saying? Like it's more so about you falling in love with the characters rather than just the overall story. And so I think it's more of like we love Marvel because we love Iron Man, because we love Captain America, because we love Dory, because I don't like Captain America that much. But Iron I like Man, Iron Man, I like Iron Man, and that's where it, it stops. It, it's it's really the the general audience enjoys it just because of the characters. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's very character driven. We love Mulan. We love Aladdin. We love Tarzan. You know what I'm saying? It's more so about that. Like because all those have like the same beats. Like I, I like I kind I, I was able to tell like when you know 22 was in Joe's body and she made the flip. Like oh wait no I want to stay. Like okay, this is that part of the Pixar film. Like, you know, there's going to yeah. be a little moment. You know, this is like the the back and forth. Then he's going to have a low point. Then he's going to kind of get what he wants. And then they come to a compromise at the end. And then everyone's kind of but happy. What, like, but what you're doing, you never really end a Pixar movie like, like they all kind of end happy in a way. Like, But and, you, you're breaking down plot structure versus like when you go see a superhero movie, 
you literally know how it's almost pretty much know how it's going to end before you get there. In Someone saves the day. Only yeah. one that was different well, that's, was that, Endgame. That's, that's what I said. The only one. Yeah. But I'm saying but that's, that's how it is. So that's, someone, how it is but yeah. that's what I'm saying. So like, okay, in 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 this, uh, like we just talked about Soul, right? Yeah. In this film, the messaging and all that stuff was different. The story that they walked you down was very different from something like a Despicable Me. Very different from right. something like a Toy Story. Very different from something like Shrek. Very different from like, yes, you you uh normal three act structures always they have you know a climax then something to take you back down from that climax and mm-hmm. then something else to end on that's a normal like film structure so if you do that then As basically all films fall within that yeah. structure but yeah. what i'm saying is for superhero movies is you know when you go to see a superhero movies they're there to save the world and at the end of it 99.9% of the time the person is going to save the world. The the reason why people like Dark Knight so much is because the way that he saved right, right, right. the world was very different. He wasn't seen as a hero right. at the end of the film because people didn't know what he did to say that's what made it different. That's right, why, right. you know what I'm saying? But for for the most part with those films, that's what's going to happen. And I think Outside of like there, like I said, I love Iron Man, but outside of that, that's the the difficult part for me when it comes to superhero movies. Like, I know it's gonna happen before we get there, and then you're gonna have right before they do it, you're gonna have like some cheesy line like, "I'm here to save the day," and then bang, they save the day. It's it's just like Fast and Furious. You go see Fast and Furious, you know it's gonna happen. They're gonna be in cars, some Flying some around. kind of another way, they, drifting. They, yeah, some kind of way. Them driving fast <laughs> in the car saves the world. And they're gonna do it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, I think and they're get, Marvel's getting better at it. That's why I think as a body of work, I think they they're up there with with Pixar just because they have so much, and they've had so much time to grow. I think you'll you see in films like Black Panther, you see in films like The Winter Soldier, they're finding different genres, different ways, different avenues of storytelling, different you know vehicles to tell the story yeah. like i mean black panther was an was nearly an all black cast shang chi that's coming out is going to be a primarily asian american cast i mean even with pixar it's like coco and incorporate and incorporate the cultures yeah coco's like mexican you know uh moana's like the pacific islands like there's different flavors to storytelling that we still haven't seen yet that you know these studios are still you know yeah. dipping their feet into so I think that can that can be some of the variety you're looking for too, just in terms of like what stories to, we're gonna tell, like what lens we're gonna tell the story through. Because again, like yeah, like there's a specific, like you said, skeleton to like making a film. You know what I'm saying? Beginning, middle, end. You have your conflict. You have your antagonist, protagonist. Like you're gonna have that always. Like as long as you know we're humans and tell stories, you're gonna have some of those basic things. I think it's just a matter of just like who's doing it, you know, how it's being done. Yeah, I um, think the most impressive thing about Marvel is that is how in- interconnected it that's is. That's what I was saying. And, and that's kind of what it is how too. How it all makes sense and it's not like they're stretching to to make 
Tokyo Drift yeah, makes yeah. sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, it's, the, it's the characters. Like Marvel They're, did, and that's the kind of thing too with their source material. They did everything you've seen, you're seeing on the film and on, on in the movies. Like they did it 20, 30 years ago in the comic books. Yeah, you know what Hence I'm saying. Me so saying you novels, know what's going to happen when you show up to the not, theater. Well, not just that. They 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 flip a lot of it. They, a lot of it's not the same. Yeah, because some of the characters the same, they yeah. didn't really there's have still access to. There, yeah, yeah, so there's still some things like some character deaths are unexpected. Some plot points and plot twists are unexpected. Like what, what they have perfected is something that we debated on one of our early episodes, which is, do we prefer movies or, or series-based content? And they mm. found a way to yeah. combine both series of them. movies. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, what yeah. Exactly, I was going to say. Yeah, yeah. That's, that it's it's just comic books brought to life, like and a way to tease it too. Like, yeah, they you always everyone's sitting for twenty minutes for the credits to finish. Yes. just to see five more minutes of Every like film, oh, what's what's what are they lead, what are they leading us to see. I mean, even with the casting now, I mean, you're never like Marvel and Disney, they're never going to go back to just like putting whoever in their film. Like, I mean, Academy Award winning actors are like get into this shit now. Like it's top notch acting. That's another part too. like the performances that you get from these films. I mean, we're getting a we just dropped today. Well, yesterday we have a series with Tom Hiddleston playing a, an anti-hero, a Marvel anti-hero. Like it's just like my like Bring that's just that the Jim thing Carrey. with Disney. Like they they find ways like to uh, it makes me like uh. But even even still like they they do they also get a lot of people who are who are also up and coming and really good. Like you know, like yeah. Chris Hemsworth and and the guy who plays Loki, I remember seeing exactly. an article recently. They're like, "Wow, they're gonna poop the bed on this." Like, yeah, who do they yeah, get? The who's, whose guys did they get? Who who did they get to play these characters? And now, like, they're all, outside of Marvel. They're amazing actors too. Like Chris Chris Hemsworth did amazing in that um, Hotel Royale movie. Yeah, yeah, they're creating. Yeah, new they stars rolled the for dice sure. early. Yeah. They rolled the dice early on some of those guys. I mean, famously, Paul, I mean Paul Rudd is. Yeah, Paul he was Rudd. also he was decent before, but not. I think. He really got to shine in, in those roles in Bro, Robert Downey Jr. Up. I mean, he was Tony Stark. Like mm-hmm. he was, you know, in the rut. Like no one wanted to cast him. Like they took a chance on him on those. That's kind of like the magic with the Marvel films too. It's like it really wasn't supposed to work the way that it did. Um, so that's kind of like the cool thing with that too. But yeah, um, just in terms of that, like it, they're growing and and you can see the growth in so many ways in the Pixar films. Like this movie, Soul, is just like. They really it it it's the next level, you know. Like you can look back at Nemo, you can look back at Monsters Inc. and all these great films, and you can see the growth and not just how it looks, but what it's telling you and yeah. saying. To I feel you. like when they when they made Soul, even before they released it, they're probably like, "All right, yeah, we just did something." Yeah, yeah, like they, yeah. They probably like, you know, just this is a banger. This even a banger. as a filmmaker, probably had that just that feeling and that. Yeah, yeah. This I, is a ten out of ten. Yeah, and I think it's perfectly named because most stuff that you know we as a culture. Of you as soulful, yeah, are is very layered. Like yes. there is layers in like soul food. It's layered. It has history. Jazz is very soulful behind music. It. Jazz yeah. very soulful mood is layered. It has history. Now that is the all, one. All these things like that we consider to be soulful are very layered in who we are, who our culture is, and I feel like this film is very layered. Like they yeah. were very intentional about absolutely everything absolutely yeah yeah and that that may be the one thing there's not a negative about the film but that may be the one thing that kind of had me thinking when it came to like our what we embrace as a culture kind of like how we kind of like lost jazz in a way 
like we don't really have a grip on jazz like we used to as a culture and i really find it, it like hollywood and mainstream has kind of like taken jazz a little bit um but i really love how they kind of brought this back in a way but i do kind of find it like even with like la la land like you know it's like we we don't really like as a culture at least in the youth culture we don't listen to jazz like we're not j very but it is a very big part of where we come from and, yeah. and who we are. I mean, it also I mean, inspires a lot of the current music we exactly. listen to, but most look, of this is synthesized. Right. When you look at the current. root of a lot of what we create today, it goes back to jazz. And it goes back with to technology, music. like a lot of music, they don't need instruments exactly to, to do it versus like way back when, you know, you need you had to learn an instrument to make it through elementary school. Yeah. So I, I, I agree with you, but then we also, you know, started control and continue to control the biggest genre of music yeah. on planet Earth. Yeah. It pretty much dictates what's cool and yeah. what's not cool. And, and I'm waiting so. <laughs> on I'm waiting on that film. I'm waiting on a, a hip hop centric. It's or, gonna be too it's difficult gonna, to do. It's it's gonna be a lot. They tried, but I mean, I'm they tried waiting that with, for that. Yeah. You know? I mean they tried it with dope. They have like they with um NWA was kind of right. just like in they have to do segments. I would love yeah, to see it in an animated form. Like what? I would love like yeah. the Wiz animated with hip hop. I would love that. I think that would just be. I think that would be fantastic. Like the, subject matter what's like that. that? I, I forget the name of the show now, but it was on Netflix. They had two seasons with um. Um, it was about hip. Basically, the start, the starting, the beginnings of hip hop in New York. Hip hop evolution. Oh yeah, with Jaden. With, yeah, Jaden was Shemeek. in it. It was about yeah, and Shemeek yeah, Moore. um, and shit, the get down, the get down, yeah, yes. like yeah. that, like yeah, yeah. They they uh, they canceled fun. it because it, it was, was great. It was it's too expensive. it was too expensive. To, yeah, to keep they were just doing that. Show. Yeah, they Good tried to recreate that the that show. Like I was so upset when it like that because yeah. <laughs> it was getting better. Like it was like better. some some of the act. Well, the main character was kind of get annoying me. What? No, I liked him. Justice was fire. See, we see. Not every time. Every time. Disagree gonna, no, it was getting better. I was saying it's it started in a, in a place. Every time we it disagree, we get we're just gonna all look back and remember, like you know what he likes lottery ticket in Tokyo. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, look, going back to back, I'm not. Even but even even then, right it, in that that show also incorporated some some animation too, without actually yeah, taking you out of yeah, the yeah, yeah. the story. Yeah, and every show every show started with like like a hip hop lyric or whatever right. that made sense throughout the entire the show and kind of linked them all together. Uh yeah, I just that was heartbreaking when they didn't continue that. Yeah, that was tough. That was tough. I mean, it's it's a difficult, like you said, yeah, it it can be difficult to try and figure out what avenue you would take if you wanted to do like a hip hop musical animated film. Like where where do you start? Or just a film in general. <laughs> yeah, or just a film in general for sure. But I think that would be really cool cuz I mean, really the basis of what we know as like an animated musical is like it's like show tunes. It's like kind of like like it wasn't. It didn't come from us. Like when you think of like, oh, you just open up a whole nother. It's a whole other thing. Yeah, it's yeah, a whole other thing. That's, that's a whole other podcast. That's, that's exactly <laughs> how I feel about Hamilton. But I'm right, just gonna, I'm gonna right. let that go. And we're gonna end <laughs> yeah, it on, like, a, end show, it on a good show, note. <laughs> yeah, it's like Broadway show tunes. And we like, just everyone. I wish we had little boards. Yeah. Ten out of ten for this one. <laughs> yeah, no, right. Knocked that out of the park. Yeah. Um. Fire. We love this film. We would recommend it. Has rewatchability. It's ten out of ten. Finger guns. Finger guns to close us out. 
And with hell, that, hell, this hell, has been hell, another hell, episode hell, of What We Watching. Hell, 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 hell.